Hello and welcome to As Told, the podcast about life, love, pop culture, and navigating your 20-somethings with me, Foyi OG. So today, get in losers, we're being vulnerable. We're going to be talking about the love part of the life, love, pop culture, and 20-somethings. And I'm going to take you through a brief history of myself and just something I feel like a lot of people will resonate with. And that's why today's podcast is entitled For Lonely Girls, parentheses for women who are tired of loving themselves alone. So buckle up and let's get into it. So I feel like when I think about myself and my upbringing, well, not necessarily my upbringing, but like growing up in my adolescence and even my young adulthood, I would classify myself as a very lonely person. And obviously when you see me on social media and you see me at events and you see me like having this like quote unquote public life and social life, it feels very counterintuitive that I am a lonely person. And I think if you think about it a little bit further, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> like I am this way because I've had this deep loneliness, but I feel like this loneliness has like followed me literally like my entire life. Um, I have siblings, but I've always felt like my siblings, especially because our passions differed and our professions differed and stuff like that. I've always felt like a little bit distant from them. So growing up, I, I found myself spending a lot of time alone. And then when my mom went back to work, like I was just alone a lot. And that's how I found myself starting to build on the internet, basically from the age of like 10 or 11. Um, shout out to Polyvore. That is where I started out. And on Polyvore, that's where I met quite a few people that I'm still in touch with to this day. Um, but then they actually introduced me to Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything just spiraled on from there and Tumblr and all of these social media platforms. And then because of the loneliness that I felt in my real life, I was really, really dedicated to like building something online. Like, yeah, I had friends at school. Of course I had friends, but like, I don't know when you're like the token black, um, because I was one of the first people like in my cohort at my school. Um, it was quite a new school when my sisters and I went there. So I like, I was like one of handful of black kids maybe two or three and then like as the years went by they went the numbers built up but by my trick it still wasn't nearly half or even like a quarter of, of the grade you know so when you're the token and when you are when you stand out physically like when you're taller when you're darker skinned when you when you don't have like the ideal body shape when men are not giving you attention especially like when people in school like when when it reaches that time in school when people start to date and they start like getting through all of their firsts and you are just sitting on the back burner and no one is really giving you attention like you start to internalize a lot of those things and that loneliness just seems to grow and grow and grow and I think that's why I was so eager and like primed to build something of myself online because that was also like one of the only true opportunities I had to find community that was authentic and truly aligned like obviously you love your family but your family is your family so you love them because you're they're your family to so, to some extent you know they aren't the people you chose and even though you choose your friends when you're in school and you've been in the 
the same school your entire life from triple naught to 12, you've pretty much had the same friends the whole time. And you'd realize that a lot of those friends are really just because of proximity, because we go to the same school, because we take the same subjects, you know, because we've always been friends, we continue to be friends. And you notice that, especially as you go to varsity, when a lot of those friendships don't maintain, we were just friends because of proximity. But online, I was able to like truly cultivate a sense of community with people who were like-minded, like friends that I made because we chose each other, even across ponds, across seas, across provinces, you know? And that's when I really like started to invest much there because I also could tell, like, I was like, the situation is not going to get better. Like, especially in high school, I was like, this is just what high school is right now. And I just have to wait for my next chapter because in my next chapter, I will then have a lot more control and I'll be able to establish myself the way that I kind of want to be. Like I get to reinvent myself. I get to be the person that I want to be, not be defined as I'll, as I've been defined by my peers this entire time. And like coming back to that part about like your peers dating and stuff, like I am what they called a late bloomer, you know, like I was very much not involved. <laughs> I like have like, there are a lot of memories that like alter your brain chemistry, you know? And it's those nights where you went out to like parties in grade seven or whatever, and people were pairing off or playing seven minutes in heaven. And you kind of just knew you weren't invited or like you knew you weren't really going to play with anyone or no one would play with you. Like you, you just, you just knew you were on the outside. And even my first boyfriend only happened when I was 19. And that was, that was its own nightmare and practically everything subsequently, but like, we'll get into that. But that loneliness that comes also from like not being picked, um, romantically from a young age, that kind of thing, literally it alters your brain chemistry. And that loneliness, that loneliness makes you make poor choices when you finally have choices to make or options and that was something that i had to deal with in varsity and it, and it, and i do you know what to this day and i keep having to deal with it because my problem is i think that i know better i think it could never be me babe. it could definitely be you and it will continue to be you until you realize that the game is long and we are all begrudgingly playing but the one lesson if you take anything from this today, the one thing that I really want to drive home, especially to those who are still in their twenties and stuff and still feel like, like they are late bloomers who still haven't had romantic experiences, who still haven't had partners, obviously henceforth, pretty much everything I'm talking about, especially as it relates to me, it's very like heterocentric because that I'm speaking from my personal experience and, um, but obviously you can apply this to your situation as needed. But the one thing that I definitely want to drive home, especially if you are still waiting for your time in the sun, if you're still waiting for your moment, if you're still waiting to quote unquote be chosen, um, it's not to, do not give your love to the first person that asks. Let me say that again. Do not give your love to the first person that asks. And I say this because as lonely as it can be, Sometimes you genuinely just need to gatekeep yourself and you need to vet, especially if you're partnering with men, you need to vet men a lot more than you think. And obviously that cannot protect you from anything. You cannot predict a man's behavior. You cannot predict what people are going to do to you romantically. But especially when you have very limited experience, it is so easy to just be so elated to have someone 
be interested in you and someone wanting to try that you don't even realize that like they're not right for you or their intentions are wrong or their efforts are not matching up with their words or they are completely delusional or they are lying to you or they're just a bit insane like men are not good people <laughs> men are not good people and it's important to go into that knowledge like going to situations with that knowledge obviously I'm speaking very like banterously and generalized but like I also mean it I also mean it like you are not dealing with good faith actors majority of the time and it's important to go into it with that knowledge because whatever choices you make you will bear the consequences of them and it's important to know that you're going into situations with your eyes open and unfortunately one of the hardest lessons that we keep learning is that just like men in particular are not good faith actors so you really have to take whatever they do um with a grain of salt but like going forward then how do you guard your heart and how do you protect yourself um when you're trying to put yourself out there when you're trying to meet people when you're trying to date when you're trying to form relationships you know because you do need to guard your heart like even in the bible it says guard your heart because everything flows from it you know um and it's difficult because you need to obviously be willing to put yourself out there you need to be willing to meet people and meet people where they're at you need to be willing to at some point be vulnerable and put your guard down and to try in earnest and you you do need to do those things but you need to try with people who are worth trying for people who have already shown you that they are being genuine people who have already shown you that their actions match their words people who have already shown you that what you want for yourself and what you want for your life is not ridiculous because it is not ridiculous like you deserve every thing every good and perfect thing that you want you actually probably do deserve it and sometimes life makes us feel like we don't and we're being unreasonable for asking for certain things especially from romantic partners like women are constantly being asked to lower their standards and to just accept the scraps that are being offered to them and we've all seen the statistics about how much lonelier men are these days um and it's it's interesting because it's like that is happening because women are prioritizing themselves and their needs and they don't need men anymore in the sense that they don't need them as integral to survival we are choosing partners who are going to be good for us or healthy for us and if people cannot meet that baseline of respect and decency then kick them to the curb like you don't have to be negotiating with terrorists you really can just find someone else and maybe you can't find someone else maybe that is also very difficult but I'm going to get to this in a bit, but like that's where I think self-love and the building of community comes into play because you cannot self-love yourself out of wanting companionship and a romantic relationship. And I'm not even going to suggest that you should try, but I think those things are really important for when romance fails and romance will fail and romantic partners will let you down and people will break up and things will happen. But you you have to be willing to try because the trying is also the testing of your own character and in the past few episodes i've been speaking a lot about character refining and the process of refining yourself so that you could be the person that you're meant to be and in relationships and in your love life you will also be tested and refined and it's important to 
learn the lesson because if you do not learn the lesson you're going to keep learning the lesson and as you get older the stakes get so much higher and the consequences get so much worse so you have to be able to put yourself out there so that you can face the test to see that if you've really healed because it's so easy to say that you've healed in isolation it's so easy to believe that everything is fine because you're not interacting with anyone you're not being presented with any triggers you are not being in any situations that require anything uncomfortable or difficult and that's not to say that you should constantly put yourself in harm's way or in at risk situations but love in and of itself is a risk and sometimes you will try because you think you will try and you will fail and that's okay and that's a part of life you know but you still have to be willing to try and more important you have to be willing to learn the lesson that is being taught to you otherwise you will keep learning it and you will keep learning it and you will keep learning it and different men will walk in and out of your life taking pieces of you and breaking you effectively until you are at your barest until you're at your core and that core is something that should be protected that's your heart like you should you should guard that literally you should guard it you know so what does it mean to want love and to honor yourself you know because like i said you should not give your love to the first person that offers you should have boundaries you should have your list of prerequisites not necessarily material prerequisites, but also like character prerequisites. You should have things, your green flags, you should have them and you should have your red flags and you should stick to them because you do not want to find yourself in a position where you are so desperate for love that you accept it in any form that it comes, even the worst ones. You do not want to find yourself in a position where you are staring back at your love life, looking at all of the ways and places that you have dishonored yourself and your boundaries so here are a few a few other tips and things that you i've learned the hard way and honestly when people say learn from me so that you don't have to go through these things some lessons you will only learn through pain because then you'll never forget them but sometimes you can skip lessons and certain lessons you should just skip so learn from other people and don't make those mistakes so firstly when you feel like something is a red flag, trust it. Trust it. Do not be with people who do not have exes or crushes that look like you. This is very important. It seems really shallow, but like you will find eventually that if you are someone's first, someone's first black girl, someone's first dark skin girl, someone's first plus size girl, someone's first um, tall girl, someone's first anything, you will, you will, often sit in insecurity because of that and that may be because of your own insecurity and that's and that's yours but you'll find that sometimes that insecurity will be projected onto you you know like another one of those brain chemistry altering like instances in my life was when a partner of mine literally like a few months into the relationship told me that like hey if i tell you that you need to start hitting the gym and stuff like don't be offended but like you know get what i'm saying and i'm like did you just call me fat and while i tried to brush it off and be cool i literally spent the rest of that relationship trying to lose weight and i was literally like like some of my skinniest weights but it never felt enough because i was always like i was always i was always insecure that oh they're gonna leave me for a skinnier girl or they actually want that and they are settling for me and it doesn't help if you're being cheated on at the same time because that's really just gonna like reinforce that insecurity and 
it's not true because once again that's someone else's problem that they've projected onto you that that is not your problem that is their problem but when you ignore that red flag and you continue that's when it festers and it builds in you and gives you that insecurity and now things that were completely fine with you you want to change to make sure you keep a partner who kind of wasn't really checking for you anyway like you need to make sure that you are with someone who is very secure in who and what they want and that needs to include people who look like you otherwise you will you will feel insecure about that for the rest of the relationship and it's just not worth it like it is just not worth it do not be with people who don't respect you and this should be really 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 obvious like this should be really obvious but you'd be surprised at how many times you end up with men who absolutely hate you and yeah i, I remember Temi matrosha during covid she she coined the term romantic hatred and literally sometimes that's just what it is some people just genuinely do not like you and it's okay that not every person you encounter does not love you but fundamentally they should respect you and respect should be baseline but also respect means different things to different people like for me respect means don't cheat on me don't lie to me certain things like that like respect means you trust me and respect me enough to be honest it means you respect me enough to be honest with your intentions with your emotions with your past like you aren't going to put me in harm's way like because you fundamentally respect me and you do not wish me any harm things like that are respect to me and it's easy to feel like when you don't have that the fundamental relationship will not stand and the one thing that i found pretty difficult is don't tell others don't tell others exactly how people have hurt you in the past and also don't tell people exactly what you want from them because like i said men are not good faith actors so they can hear a lot of this information and say uh uh i'm about to double it like they'll be like challenge accepted this girl is resilient let me resile her like let me test her and you just don't want to be tested so it's difficult with that one because it's like you do want to be open about your past you do want to be open about your relationship expectations but it's like you don't want to give people the exact roadmap to destroy you or manipulate you so it's like you have to you have to let someone tell you who they really are you shouldn't tell them what you want them to be because some people really are manipulative manipulative enough to pretend and that was something that's taken me a long time to wrap my head around because fundamentally i am not that way i feel like i'm quite an honest person what you see is what you get to like pretty much i'm not capable of such but there are some people in this life that are not good people there are some people who will who will want to manipulate you they they have malicious intent and you cannot you cannot undo that intent if someone wants to wish you ill will if someone wants to do you harm they will do it and that is not because of you that is because of them but what you can do to mitigate at least your own part in your own suffering is to not give them the instructions how to do it and it's not easy because you still do want to be open and honest and vulnerable in your relationship and i think you can get there to talking about your past in detail and things like that but in the early onset you got to keep some things to your close to the chest you got to keep some cards with you you know because these people they're not good people but i think Oh, the two most important things that I have learned and keep learning. First of all, 
never let a man tell you more than once that he doesn't want you because he's going to tell you once and then if you stick around he's going to keep showing you and he's going to keep showing you even if he doesn't say it again he's going to show you and you're going to feel it and you're going to become super insecure and you're going to your heart's going to hurt and it's just you are not going to be your best self because you're going to be so conscious of them and also you you should have more respect for yourself that when someone even if it's someone you love has explicitly told you how they feel about you and it is negative that to protect yourself for self-preservation you take that step back you owe it to yourself to take yourself out of environments with people who do not like you who do not want the best for you who have caused you harm you owe it to yourself to remove yourself from that situation those are healthy boundaries that you need to impart and secondly this was another brain chemistry altering moment it was when I watched that Eartha Kitt interview and she talked about compromise. Compromise for what? Compromise? A man comes into my life but I have to compromise? You must think about that one again and honestly and truly you need to think about that one again and I think it's because I had such a lonely past especially in my relationships that I just wanted love so badly that I was willing to stay and fight and persevere to maintain it so that I thought that like I'm having a practical and pragmatic view on relationships because like I I I still believe in love I still believe in the fairy tale of marriage and your person and you and your person choosing each other every single day and I still want that and believe in it for myself and I've and like you hear a lot of advice being like healthy relationships require compromise you know but it's one thing to like compromise on like household expenditure, who pays for what, but it's another thing to compromise on who you are as a person. And that is something when you find yourself with people who do not respect you, when you find yourself with people who are treating you like the exception to their relationship rule, when you find people who have hurt you or like who are using tactics that others have used to hurt you, when you find people who are red flags, you, but you still really like them and want to make things work. It's very easy to compromise on yourself in trying to make things work. And that is not the type of compromise that we are talking about when we're speaking about pragmatic long-term relationships. Because you and your passions, your likes, your dislikes, your values, your morals, the things that you want out of a relationship, those things should be paramount. Like you should never have to compromise on yourself. Like Eartha said, I love me and I want someone who is going to share me with me and like that was literally just so powerful like you you should and that's this is now when we get into self-love because it's like you should be operating from such a place of love honor and respect for yourself that you will not allow anyone to come and sway that no one can shake that no one can make you compromise on your ideals on your beliefs especially if these are things that you hold and maintain for yourself no one should make you compromise on those things and now self-love is always such a tricky concept because especially when you are a lonely person a single person someone who's been single your whole life or single for a very long time or very limited experience it's very easy for the rhetoric to be like you need to love yourself no one's going to love you unless you love yourself you need to focus more on yourself and community no romantic companionship men are the enemy you don't want to partner with your oppressors and like as valid as some of those things are they're missing the point that like 
it is human to want companionship. It is human to want a relationship. It is human to want partnership. It is human to want people who choose you just like you choose them. It is very human and to deny those parts of yourself is to deny your humanity. And I don't think that is fair. And I don't think that is helpful. The overall, I don't think it's useful. I don't think it's helpful. So I'm not going to say that to you, but what I am going to say is that I think you need to develop such a strong relationship and understanding of yourself such that when people walk into your life and do not add to it and instead take away from it you know that you can leave the party where love is not being served and you're going to be just fine and self-love and self-care are so intermingled in that sense because when you love yourself you take care of yourself and you know how to take care of yourself you know how to lick your wounds you know how to give yourself what you need to get through the day-to-day -day motions when things are difficult self-love is not necessarily this self-reliance and self-sustenance where you don't you don't need anyone and you don't want anyone self-love is truly just i keep saying it but like it is honoring yourself and if you are religious it is literally just seeing yourself the way god sees you and you deserve to see yourself that way you deserve the love care the intention the respect that you want others to give you and that you give other people you need to give that to yourself and that's why i said when when love is not at the table you need to know how to leave and how to be okay when you leave like when a man comes into your life and out of your life that should not so drastically shake you up that you cannot function and you cannot continue without them of course it's going to be difficult when you lose someone that you love of course it's going to be hard but self-love is the boat that keeps on floating even when there's no one in it self-love is the sustenance that you need to carry you through the days and it wavers it is not perfect and just like relationship love it is a choice it is intentional it is something you practice it's something you get better at but it is something so necessary because the love that you pour into yourself then you it, it reflects the love that you pour into your community and into your relationships and you do not need to have mastered self-love in order to be in a relationship because i think relationships are some of the best times that we can learn to grow as human beings it it shows us a lot of our faults it shows us a lot of our shortcomings it shows us how we play well with other people and that's why i was like healing doesn't happen in isolation healing requires some tests and tests can be in the form of like some men coming just to make sure that you know that you that you know how to reject bad love or you or you know how to reject people who are not meeting your expectations for yourself that is why those tests come and even when you pass the test and a good relationship forms the good relationship should uplift you such that you love yourself more so even if you didn't have the perfect self-love to begin with you should be able to grow in love both for your partner and for yourself like love should be a healing experience that you continuously go through your entire life it is not perfect at any point it is not full you don't like win self-love and self-care it is a constant exercise and it is a tool that you use not necessarily something that you have to have in order to be deserving of love and moreover you have to be willing to try and be vulnerable and forgive your past be it the people who've hurt you in the past or yourself but most importantly yourself because that can also navigate how you go forward and how 
easy it is to feel safe and vulnerable with new people, you have to forgive yourself for the things that you did in those situations when you didn't know better because you know better now. And we cannot control the past. All we can do is try and improve the future. And you are given an opportunity to improve your future outcome. Take it. Even if you feel like you don't deserve it, if you have that opportunity, take it. Because wallowing in self-pity and punishing yourself or believing that the world is punishing you the whole time, it is not productive. It is not helpful and it doesn't help any of your partners and it doesn't help you like you need to you need to to do the inner work and the forgiveness and the growing and the healing because you owe that to yourself and to your, your future partners you know it is it is very difficult to know when it's okay to be vulnerable or who to trust with yourself and that's why all you can really do is pray for the spirit of discernment. You try your best, but if someone is, if someone's going to mess with you, they're going to mess with you either way. That should not determine how you love because that is who you are. You love a particular way. Those are your love languages. That's your, that's how you are. You shouldn't have to change yourself fundamentally because of people who are too cowardly or lack the courage to love you properly. You are not difficult to love. You just have people who are not doing the work to love you how you should be loved and that is not your fault sometimes love is literally just luck and timing sometimes it's because we live in south africa and this is just what we're dealing with but at the end of the day you deserve that you deserve that respect that trust that bond you deserve it and you may just have to be a bit more discerning who gets to see that side of you and you may not be perfectly discerning but we all just have to walk out in a little bit of faith that everything is going to be okay and that we will meet our people and we'll be loved correctly and if not we will have the strength and courage to keep trying again self-love is not supposed to replace romantic partnership it is not supposed to replace community engagements it is not supposed to replace familial bonds but it is supposed to complement them. It's supposed to be a solid foundation such that when anything in those areas is rocky, you know that you've got yourself. You know that you can get yourself through it. You know how to take care of yourself. You know what to do when things get difficult. And building up self-love takes a lot of time being alone. Gugu and I, we had a YouTube video about a year ago or two even, I'm not even sure, where we spoke about why a black woman in particular need to be single for a while and it's also it's so that you get to build up your life your routine your patterns your passions you get to experience yourself in its entirety you get to date yourself and get to know yourself such that such that you know when someone is going to add to you or take away from you such that when you know when to let someone in or when to turn the other cheek moreover so that you know not to accept love from anybody who offers it. So yeah, this has pretty much been loneliness and self-love, love as told by OG. Thank you so much for listening.